What's happening my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. I'm joined once again today by my coaching client, Aaron Sanchez. He is now beginning his final week of the cutting phase leading up to a beach vacation. He is going to be getting crazy shredded here. Uh, we're gonna go over some of the changes he's made to his diet this week, how it's impacted his energy, overall well-being, helping him get through this week. I'm gonna be sharing insights into my training and nutrition from this past week, my experiences, and we're also just going to have some great conversations talking about identity, how we identify ourselves as we're talking about like in terms of diets and taking on stress and all different kinds of stuff. So great conversation there as well as focusing on the process and being in the moment. Like a lot of what coaching is to me is so much more than just the diet and the training. It really is lifestyle. It's really about living our lives to the fullest. It's really about becoming the best versions of ourselves and growing in all aspects of our lives. I have some great, great relationships with my coaching clients and you're getting a taste of it here. I'm gonna be making sure that I get some more of my coaching clients on more of these podcasts coming up. Right now, let's get into the conversation. All right, there, my man, we are going to be diving into some insights into your cutting phase. A week from tomorrow, you are heading away on vacation. So we're going to get your thoughts and feedback on how this past week's been going. I'm going to share some insights from my training, my experiences this past week. Uh, but first, I want to start off talking about something that we were discussing earlier this morning. Uh, you sent me a video talking about um, being like an outside observer of yourself. And uh, it really kind of resonated with me and talking a lot about identity uh, and what we oftentimes can find ourselves identifying ourselves as or identifying with. So uh, expand a little bit more on that and what your experience was like this morning. What got you waking up out of bed kind of thinking with this uh, perspective for the day? Yeah. So I always try to, I find that when I'm most anxious or I feel an emotion um, kind of most strong, most at the surface, I like to say, is um, to still, God, now I can't even remember his name, podcast, Sam Harris. Um, I'm behind, I'm the person behind my eyes meaning like I'm only seeing from one perspective. And it's so I'm feeling all of what I'm feeling like very, very intensely. And, you know, I woke up, I slept later than I've been sleeping, but it's still pretty early. Like, I think it was like 4.30. Um, and so obviously I try not to wake my family before so normally what I'll do is I'll throw on a podcast, do a meditation, kind of do something that's quiet. And I'm um, through on this meditate or not even a meditation. It's a podcast. Um, this guy I listened to, he's out of Spain. And he was talking about identifying with what we're feeling. And a lot of the times it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I feel stressed. Therefore, my day is stressful. I feel hungry or I, I feel like I'm hungry. Therefore, I'm thinking about food all day. And you can just, it runs the gamut with emotions. And it really, I really stopped to think. And it's a, it's a stoic principle or practice, I should say, that acting as the observer, stepping outside of yourself 
as if, and then sitting with those emotions, observing them rather than letting them become a part of you. Because we all feel those things, right? We all have stresses in our life. We all, we all like, it's, it's, it's the concept of like, life is not happening specifically to you. It's not out to get you. It's not making you hungrier. It's not making you more stressed. It's just happening. And so by coming outside of yourself, living outside of those things, you're better able to like deal with whatever it is that is going on in the moment because it's not it for me it removes a couple of removals from the like in, intense feeling of whatever it is that's happening in the moment and it's just kind of like something i mean this the practice i'm observing it i'm not having to like live through it i mean i am but i'm not at the same time <laughs> right. Yeah, makes a lot of sense, and it, it just just hearing you talking about all that stuff this morning, it just I, I see so many people in our industry as well. We got so many different practices. We got so many different dogmas out there, especially when it comes to nutrition or styles of training. Whether it's like um, you get the CrossFit people, they kind of identify themselves. I'm a CrossFitter or they got people who intermittent do intermittent fasting. And I'm an intermittent faster. And, um, no, it's just, it just, it, it really blows my mind to see how many people identify themselves as like a diet. <laughs> I, you're not the diet you may eat at a just certain time, frame, but you're, yeah. you're not the diet. And, it, and it's amazing how, um, it, it can influence your future actions too. Like when you, if you are an intermittent faster, that's how you identify as, and you're out with people. And like most of the time they're used to seeing you, you don't start eating till two o'clock in the afternoon and you break free of that. They're like, well, what's wrong? Like it's, are you no longer an intermittent faster? No, I'm still, I'm who I am. Like, you just, you just kind of get married to that, that specific regimen and routine. And yeah, that's, you're taking on, yeah. Something well, it really becomes you part of your identity it become it, it it literally becomes who you are and i'll share a quick story um we went to had the opportunity to spend three months in um in europe traveling around europe was 2012 and it's something i think back to often i was very hardcore into intermittent fasting and so i'd have i followed martin birkin's lean gains protocol mm-hmm. to a t and there was high fat day low carb days high carb days um low fat days i would cycle on and off i wouldn't eat like i would literally wait the two or three minutes, like it was going to make a difference if I ate at 1157 versus noon, right. but I would not eat till noon. And I really regret the like being so dogmatic and wrapped up in it because I missed out on some experiences there because it would be a high fat day, low carb. And 
I couldn't eat a pastry or I'd have to wait. And it's like, well, yes, we're taking this excursion on this day and we're not going back tomorrow. What am I to do? Right. And so I still now it's something I think back on that I'm very, very cautious about labeling those things. And that, that's essentially what the podcast was this morning. It was a mini reflection into instead of letting yourself get to the point of identifying with what you're feeling very acutely for a minute or five minutes or hell an hour and letting that thing, instead of letting that like become a part of your being, you separate from it. You don't push it down, but you, you're the, you become the observer of it. So therefore you're better able to deal with whatever it is in that moment until it passes or to, to just get a better game plan and how to navigate around it. Right. I think this, this all ties in. I got chief who is like full of energy right now. He's like been quiet for the past little bit. And now he's like, now he's demanding my attention during this podcast here. So I'm going to be playing fetch with him as we record. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it ties into a lot of what we talk about in regards to, um, and just recently, like waking up with an attitude, um, like I like to wake up like an attitude and a belief that I adopted years ago was that I'm unstoppable. If I wake up with that attitude, like nothing's going to get in my way, um, I'm going to achieve like no matter what obstacle comes my way, I'm going to be able to find a way to mm-hmm. get around it, over it, under it, through it, whatever, whatever I need to do to to embrace that, that challenge. So that, that was an attitude that I wake up with. But there's just so many, I just try to wake up happy, positive, go lucky, and just ready to, to, to take on the day. Uh, but it also ties into things that you and I are always talking about, just being very grounded in the moment each and every day, just making the most out of giving the best of ourselves to each and every moment throughout the day. Um, and I think that's, that's a great instance of that. Like you can't, you can't, have that kind of be that outside observer if you're not present in the moment right now, kind of being aware of what's going on and experiencing those feelings and emotions and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And it is about just it's being in the here and now because oftentimes, I mean, I know I'm guilty of it as much as I try to just be invested in what I what it is that I'm doing. Um, you know, it's like we're looking to the next meal or we're looking to the next workout or to the next vacation or the next whatever while we're doing the thing that we're looking to in the future. And like, when you think about it that way, it doesn't really make much sense, but I think we're all kind of guilty of it. And it's really, um, for, for me, what has worked is, is really stopping and slowing down, mm. um, not trying to just live on autopilot. And I know that at times that's necessary because, you know, who like, who wants 
to wash the dishes. I mean, some people, but I also tried to my perspective there and try to put like, just put my, by putting my full attention and doing what I'm doing, even something like washing the dishes can be beneficial. It can be peaceful and relaxing, listening to the water, the routine of it, just the kind of like the monotony, but the monotony in a good kind of way, you establish a rhythm being in the moment and your thoughts can, are free to just do what they want. And so again, it is just bringing by observing, you're just bringing the focus back to what you're doing. But with, it's kind of without the stress as if it was happening to somebody else. Right. That all, again, reflecting on, we have a lot of conversations throughout the week. And, and one of the messages that, that you, you sent out earlier a few days ago was like, it's very easy. And something we talked about a couple of weeks ago as well is, um, again, giving your best to yourself isn't, you don't have to wait for it to be the perfect opportunity and you're feeling your best and all that. And you can give the best to yourself no matter what you're doing, when you're feeling challenged, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling exhausted. And you also mentioned just the other day that um, giving the best of myself to, to those tasks that I may not enjoy so much, like, all right, you don't enjoy it. And, and yeah, like I say, you don't enjoy washing the dishes. You'd be, Oh God, I got to do the dishes again. Right there. That affects your attitude, how you're yeah. feeling, the energy that you're putting out there. But if you're like, I got to do the dishes, I'm going to do the dishes the best I freaking can right now. <laughs> Just make yeah. the most out of this experience, feel the water on my hands, whatever the heck it is. Like be a really, give the best of yourself to those moments. It may, it really does change. You, you find, uh, cause I had to do a tedious task that I didn't necessarily enjoy with my business. Uh, that day that I got that message, I'm like, fuck, I'm just, I, it totally changed my outlook. It changed my experience with that. Um, and probably I got it done better, faster, um, and felt a greater sense of accomplishment. And I did enjoy it a little bit more than I normally had in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it makes so much sense. And we oftentimes don't, don't think that way. I don't know that we're wired that way, or I don't know if it's something that's like why it's changed. Again, I can only speak for myself here, but it's just like when looking to the future, if we're, we always think the future is going to be different or it's going to be free of distraction or stress. It's like, but if we choose to just find whatever good we can with where we are right now, it doesn't matter so much. So like I'm thinking right now about the cut, like my cut that I'm doing, I'm very close to the end, but then what happens if in a week I wake up and I'm bloated and I look terrible? Like what do I continue? Do I continue pushing? Am I just so unhappy with all of the progress I've made thus far and it negates the entire thing? No, like, no, like rationally as an outsider, if I'm like telling a buddy, like, no, dude, I mean, you've crushed it over the past three and a half months and you've got to look at X, Y, and Z. Like that's just one, one day. It's one snapshot, one moment in time. 
But if I just focus on here and now and doing my thing day to day, what happens in a week doesn't matter. It truly Mm -hmm. doesn't because I'm choosing to find the peace and the happiness and the lessons today rather than wait for a specific outcome that may or may not happen for whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot about what we're, we've been talking about as well. Just like, it's so, it sounds so cliche, like that happiness is the journey, not, not the outcome there, but yeah. it, it truly is. And, and it's a big reason why for my clients, yourself, the jacked after 40 club members, everyone, I'm always telling them to, and you to like find those mini victories to celebrate each and every day. You can be happy every freaking day. Like there's so many things we do throughout the day that check, check, check. You're like, I'm kicking ass. Like you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till you achieve your goal or you hit that deadline to finally be happy. You need to, you need to find the love in the process um, more than anything. And I think that I think the people, for those of us who are living this jacked after 40 lifestyle, our lifestyles aren't really all that different throughout the year, whether we're cutting, maintaining, or trying to build it's, it's our nutrition component that has the, the change where we're eating less or we're eating more, but we're still getting out for our walks. We're still hitting our workouts every day. It's uh, we're still doing all the things that we normally do. So our life doesn't really change all that much other than how much we're eating. Even the foods we are pretty much the same for the most part. So, um, it, so we enjoy it. Like we, we just, just finding that joy each and every day and finding those reasons to feel victorious every single day, empowered each and every day, I think is absolutely crucial. But even with the routine, uh, again, you know, if you, if you um, employ the concept of being a, an observer, one thing that I've, I've, uh, integrated and that I like to do is when I, we take our daily walks, whether I'm alone or I'm with my family is even if we're taking the same route, try to find something different on that route, find and you know, just make a game of it. So you see in a different way, even mm-hmm. if it's the same route, like strangest mailbox or, Let's find a rock we've never seen on this walk or bird watch while we're walking. And it's the same thing. We've talked a, touched on it a little bit, but we eat the same things. Well, mm-hmm. how do you eat the same things, but you continue to enjoy that experience? You can take a cooking class and learn to cook it better. You can cook it slower. You can roast your potatoes instead of mashing your potatoes. But those things matter. Um, And yeah, I mean, it is. No one is arguing that routine isn't necessary to accomplish a goal because it makes it that much easier. But it's, it's like everyone thinks you have to make these wholesale life changes. Like if I don't go from the couch to working out five days a week, you're somehow failing. Hell, even adding in one day of movement, that's a victory. If you are sitting on the couch and you add in a 10 minute walk a day, I mean, you should pat yourself on the back. Yeah. You should be looking to add, um, of course, but 
it's, it is small victories throughout our day that we just kind of glance over because we're just looking at the big picture and our larger goals that, you know, what, whatever it is we're striving for. Like, again, you know, I go back to my cut, you know, it's a week away and I don't know what that week holds. Like my body has been kind of doing what I thought it was going to do in the beginning. And so now it's just that again, it just, it doesn't negate every, the past three and a half months. It's just simply part of the process. And I'm just trying to embrace it all. Absolutely, man. Well, let's, uh, okay. Before we get into your, we'll, we'll talk a bit about your cut, uh, just to kind of tie into some of the things that we've talked about here. Yeah, exactly. Like to me, it was a game changer. I'm so structured with my meals and, and I love all the meals that I eat. And you encouraged me to uh, cook my rice in bone broth <laughs> or any kind of broth instead of just water. Holy smokes. I mean, something so simple hardly adds any calories at all to the meal, but the flavor is just freaking awesome. And then taking the cooking class that we did um, uh, with Wallace, six pack chef. Yeah. Six yeah. Pack yeah. Chef. So and so we we made our a broth um, when we're doing that Spanish omelet there. And he said, you can hold on to that broth and, and store whatever you cook that the potatoes in there, that broth, you have that. So then I started cooking my rice in that. It's just so many different little things to just add to the experience and to add to your meals, just to continue to grow and to improve. So that's, that was right on point with what you're saying there. And, and just one thing from my experience this past week in regards to the importance of being in the moment and not thinking ahead is um, I woke up a little tired one of the mornings and uh, a little bit achy and thought to myself, you know what, this is going to be one of those days where I'm just going to have to go nice and light and easy in the gym. I'm not going to push it. Um, just, just get through it more than anything, kind of go through the motions. By the time I got to the workout, I fuck, I was, I was firing on all cylinders and that workout, like I, I owned it. Like I felt good to, to push it, to test my limits and really gave the best of myself. Even if I did go lighter, I would have been given the best of myself to the workout, but it was, it was way better than my expectations would have been in the morning. So it's very easy to get out of bed and think to yourself, oh man, I'm tired. I'm going to have to take it easy the rest of the day here and, and lower the weights and not leave a couple reps in reserve, but you don't know how things are going to be a couple hours from now, a few hours from now. So um, yeah, it's just really important to just moment by moment, focus on the process. What do I got to do right now, right now to get me closer to my goal? After you've done that, what do I got to do right now to get me closer to my goal? Um, and just focus on giving your best to each of those moments, not looking too far ahead. So those have been some of my experiences from this past week. Let's yeah. Or I was just going to add to that. So my, my, my therapist, I'm, I'm on to her tricks now, but um, one of the practices she had has me do is grading my day. And so a lot of the times I take my sessions at the end of the day and she's like, you know, she's just asking me casually asking me about my day, things that have happened good, things that have happened bad, things that I would change but how I would grade the day overall. 
And in this one particular session, it wasn't that great of a day. Like, you know, several things popped up that had frustrated me that I had to move around. And yet when I graded my day, it was, it was above average. And so she stopped me and she said, Oh, that's funny. So all of this negative stuff, things that you would define as negative popped up in your day, yet you're sitting here telling me when you put a, an average on your day, it ended up positive. She's like, isn't that funny how that works out? <laughs> and it's just the truth of it because again, to hammer the point home, things are, life is never going to stop happening. I mean, I don't want it to anytime soon because I feel like I have much more to give and much more to learn and many more things. I'm not going to, I guarantee you the next time we get to Europe, I'm not going to skip out on pastries or pasta. Um, right. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's taking it moment by moment. Right. And just because things, something we wake up, maybe didn't have the best sleep. Doesn't matter. doesn't determine the day. Maybe it does, but doesn't have to. Right. And one example from you last week, this past week going through is your, you woke up feeling tired as well. You ended up having a great experience with the, you've been making chocolate and yeah, turned out to be, that'll be something we'll dive into more in, in future podcasts, but uh, yeah. Aaron is, is venturing into the chocolate making business. I am super, super stoked for that. Chocolate and coffee, two of our like, favorite loves in life for sure. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a, let's just say I'm having, a, I'm having to fit those into my macros, but I'm not, I'm not avoiding them. <laughs> that's it. All right, brother, let's talk about uh, this past week. Dude, your hunger has been real. It's something that we have been talking about for the past two weeks. Um, just, just, just tell us a little bit more about uh, your experiences. What's been going on with you here? Yeah, I hope this isn't, uh, you know, I know this is a family friendly program, but I have been having threesomes with my wife and my hunger and myself because it's now a staple in my relationship over this past uh, few weeks. And it's, um, you know, I've tried to embrace it and I have good good moments and bad moments, but I have had to break out. It's like, I'm so close to hitting this arbitrary date. That's not arbitrary that I just need to see it to the end. But I, I mean, I, I'm having to break out the tips and tricks with, um, you know, filling myself up with, volume eating, volume eating is what I'm trying to say. And, um, it's real, you know, um, I, but on the flip side, I have really focused and learned like, what is like, yeah, I'm hungry. Like I'm going to bed hungry. It's not simply, I'm like wanting to eat foods that normally I don't care about. And I'm not even excluding foods. So I'm eating the things I want to. I enjoy all of my meals. There isn't a meal that during my day that I eat that I don't enjoy. But I've also, 
I can just like, I go to bed hungry. I go to bed a little bit hungry and been waking up in the middle of the night. And like my stomach is like, like full on. I could get up three in the morning and slam on a meal. Like I'm hungry. And so it's not just it. The mental is trying to control, trying to say, all right, it's going to pass, you know, okay. It's not the greatest thing. Drink the sparkling water or whatever, add some more veggies. Um, but so it's the mental more, but it's also the physical, like the, like the actual physical, my stomach's like, dude, (laughs) brother, you're hungry. Like I'm, I'm not joking around here. You're not bored. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's it's what you're experiencing here. Like before, if you go back to the podcast a few weeks ago, I'd say the hunger you were experiencing was more along the lines, just the stress you were dealing with at the time. You weren't getting as good as sleep at the time. Um, I, I thought it was more of that than it was how lean you are or how long the cutting phase has been. It's been like three and a half months here. You are really freaking lean. Um, and what you're experiencing right now is very similar to what I, I see happen with a lot of competitive bodybuilders. I never experienced it myself, um, when I've competed. Um, but yeah, getting down to that very end, you, you can't trust like to like what I always encourage a lot of clients, most the majority of the clients out there is to kind of improve your intuition skills, listen to your body. It's giving you all these different cues at this stage of the game. When you're this lean, you really can't trust your mind at this point. If you want to get leaner, because your body and everything, your mind, it, it's saying like, it wants you to eat right now. It doesn't want you to be quite this lean at this time. Uh, so yeah, you're getting all of those, those hardcore feelings and signals, and you have to resist those. If you want to see this through to the end, it takes a lot of mental capacity. And it's not like you're being aggressive with your diet. You're at 2,200 calories. So no. you are, mm-hmm. you're five, five foot eight, 155 to 160 pounds. Like it's 2,200 calories is not aggressive. So it's not like, Oh my God, you really need to bump it up. And three and a half months of dieting isn't an extended, it's not like really longer. Like, Oh my God, it's, it's so long. I'll argue with you with that. It is long. (laughs) Yeah. I never want to do it again. (laughs) Four, four weeks is long enough for me at this point. Yeah. 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 But it's not like some other people I see who are dieting for six months to a year in order to, to prepare for a show. Oh yeah. Yeah. So no, it's, yeah, it's long enough. I I hear you there. I'll give that to you. (laughs) It is, it is, especially when, you know, every, every Wednesday and generally every Saturday, it's the like, especially with the family, you know, it's like easier during the week because it's more structured, you know, the kids are in school, my wife is working, it's a little bit easier. Um, But when, you know, come Wednesdays, it's like, hey, let's go do this. And Saturday morning, it's like, let's go to this amazing award-winning bakery. I don't want to like have half a croissant. I just don't. (laughs) Right. Um, some people would and be happy with that. 
I'm not them. <laughs> and and so it is it is it does stress me a little bit more um it is more difficult but it is it, it i mean i have yeah i mean 2200 calories isn't too low it's low for me and um i i understand you know for other people that may be super high and i and i right. get that so like i try not to complain about it but the hunger is real it is real. It isn't something that like, it's just, I can tell, but it, it, it's been a good practice, even though right now I am, I'm just like, dude, it's just like a week from tomorrow, brother, a week for like a week from tomorrow. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But my body right now is I'm, I'm hungry. I'm just hungry. Yeah. That's right. It's, there, there's like, as a, as a coach here, I mean, I don't like seeing clients. It's one thing if you're going to be on stage, and you had that goal and everything. Yeah, I would, I'd want you to push through this, but there's, there's moments where I'm like, yeah, I could easily say, dude, just don't put yourself just through end this. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't, why, why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. Why are you yeah. doing the, this here? You don't need to do it. But at the same time, I know that if we were to end it, it'd always be in the back of your mind. Like, what if I pushed it right to that vacation? What if, what if I just gave it that extra little bit? And I, I don't want that. I want you leaving it all on the table right now, get it done, give it your best effort. And then we move on from there. So yeah, that's, I'm, I'm looking at the big picture and I know, I know how you operate and everything. And yeah, I don't want any doubts creeping in your mind afterwards. I just want you to get this done. You're giving your best effort to it. So you're kicking butt. You sent me a video the other day and it was funny. It was very endearing because you like, it, it seemed like you were having to fight your natural like inclination to just be like, dude, just why? Like, just just bump up calories. Let's just, let's just be done with it. And it was, it's funny because we've both like done, you know, gone back and forth with that. And if we could jump back a few steps and the beautiful thing about like not looking to the future and the example I gave with a week, you know, the cut ending in a week. And what if I wake up, you know, looking sloppy, is it going to negate? Like I could wake up looking super incredible and that shouldn't change that shouldn't change oh and now it made it worth it right, for me right. to have struggled over the past three and a half months like i've just really really tried to dig in deep and just focus on this process like just today just today like that that that's it and i'm not like looking to the next meal. I'm just trying to look to be in the moment that I'm in and that's where I need to be. And learning, learning and growing along the way. And you have like each week you've learned and grown. How, how was this week's experience? So let, last week you decided to make the change Wednesday. You were going to relax a little bit and, and enjoy your day with your kids meal wise. And then Saturday's movie night with the families. How did that all work out for you? Like, cause you, you found that come Friday night, that's when you were having your binge because you were trying to be so restrictive from everything that was going on with your family around you. Did this make it a little bit easier on you mentally? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it still was a little tough. Um, it's just the, I'm still trying to work through it because um, I think it's just the, the shift 
in in schedule for the weekend versus not. And it's something that I hadn't mentioned to you, but I want to and coming up with a strategy. I think I actually want to try banking a few more calories and it doesn't have to, I know me, like I need to see it on paper (laughs) or, or in an app. I don't know why that makes me feel better. Um, but I think that is something I'm going to experiment with. Not, not anything wild. I'm not talking about like jumping 1500 calories on a Saturday night, but maybe in the like three to 500 range, um, to see how that shifts things because Saturday I did go over a little bit, um, but it was not, it was like very manageable. It was something like, I don't know, 250 calories I estimated. So over the couple of days, you know, you're talking about removing an egg or two and replacing it with egg whites versus having to like, well, you know, from Saturday night, now I can't eat till Tuesday. Um, <laughs> a little right. bit different. So I think that is something that maybe right now would work better in my situation. So that's kind of what I learned over this past week with how our schedule's working out. And um, yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna mention that to you um, because I think that would be. A, maybe something that's smart. And so I go into the week, not, you know, it's not like something that's like, it's it's like this fight. It's just part of my week. 100%. That's, that's the beauty of really trying to fit your diet to your lifestyle rather than fit your lifestyle to your diet. It just, again, it's all about going with the flow kind of thing that, that we talk about, but planning for it, like knowing where the flow is going and being prepared for it. So going with it. Um, very cool. Let's, uh, let's just finish off talking about, I mean, we, you and I keep reflect, there's moments throughout our week where we keep bringing up David Goggins. Uh, they're just little, little moments where like, whether it's about leveling up our game or just, just an instance where I'm like, man, was I, was I holding back? Should I push through a little bit harder right now? Uh, what have been some of the, the moments throughout your week where you kind of been, he pops in your head there and, and what's that experience been like? Well, I mean, you know firsthand that I've continued this cut because David Goggins popped into my head. And it was like, I mean, two things happened simultaneously. One, we had this trip come up and it wasn't last minute, but we got it on the books and it was close enough to where I felt like all right, you, you, you have more to give. I just had more to give. And, you know, I did hear Dave Goggins in my head saying, man, I mean, come on, Aaron, like man up and, and just other moments with things that aren't even physical with things that are like mental, I'll have him like come into my head and be like, it's changed my perspective and like, doing chores and not like dreading those things and putting those things off because they have to get done and setting appointments that I don't want to make. And after it, it, you're just like, I was dreading that because why? 
<laughs> and so, yeah, he's, he's kind of, he's part of my psyche now, like my subconscious where I hear him egging me on to really stop and think like why I immediately going to the, it's going to be annoying or I shouldn't do this. And you know, Hey, I haven't broken myself yet. So I'm probably going to continue on with uh, his line of thinking. Awesome, brother. Awesome. T- testing your limits. I freaking love it. All right, dude, I think we'll uh, wrap it up there. And when we, I, when we get together next week, it'll be your last day at the cut, getting ready for uh, your trip there. So I'm excited to see how things, uh, how things finish up for you in this home stretch here. You're absolutely kicking butt. Super proud of you. Love sharing this journey and this experience with you. I learned from you just as much as, as you're learning from me. So uh, it's been a pleasure, my brother. Yeah, it's great talking with you as always. All right, gang. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. If you did, please do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. We'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below as well. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback and experiences. We'd love to hear from you. And if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from watching watching today's podcast, listening to today's podcast, do them a favor and share it with them before you go. Don't forget to download your free guy, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. We'll catch you in the next podcast.